Hey, what's going on, travelers and outdoors enthusiasts? I'm Jason, and you're here on the Days Travel Podcast. Today, joining us is Stephanie Croad. She's the park interpreter at Enchanted Rock, and she'll be telling us the top seven things you need to know before going there. Can you give us a little background how the incha- the actual rock came to be? Because that's a very giant rock you guys have, or two rocks, I would say. It's huge. Yeah, absolutely. And so, um, just to give people, if you don't, if you're not familiar with Enchanted Rock, just a, a mental image. We have here a huge granite dome that rises above the surrounding countryside. Along with it are uh, is a smaller dome off to the side, and then there's some other kind of like pink granite uplifts that, that you see um, coming out of the landscape. And essentially this formed um, millions of years ago um, uh, when, you know, lava under, under the ground, um, you know, was molten, and then it slowly cooled. Um, creating uh, large crystals and the kind of the the unique pink color of it. Um, And then over time, there were a couple of plates that um, collided and pushed this this granite up. And then over time, the the kind of overburden rock and soil that was deposited or was previously kind of above the granite eroded away, revealing um, enchanted rock. And one thing we like to remind people is that enchanted rock is kind of like a, um, a uh, an iceberg where what you see above the ground is only a small percentage of what is actually there. And so um, enchanted rock is a part of what we call a batholith, which is a massive, massive underground granite formation Enchanted rock kind of sticks up out of the ground, um, but this this formation stretches about twelve enchanted rock, and it's all underground. So um, it's it's really if you're a geology buff, this is also a, an amazing park to come to because you can really see some of the that um, the effects of erosion and um, you know all the kind of um, factors that that created enchanted rock over a long period of time. The you are at Enchanted Rock, and so tell the people that aren't really from Texas where can they find this place? Sure. So it, it's uh, Enchanted Rock is located just north of Fredericksburg, which is I guess the closest town, and um, that is um, about an hour, hour and a half west of Austin. So we're located right in central Texas. Um, what's in, in what's known as the, the hill country. The hike to the top isn't so bad at Enchanted Rock. Um, I think the hike around the entire, like the loop trail, I think you call it, it took us, um, when we were there, it was like 45 hours. Like that's something that I didn't expect when we went there. Yes. Yeah, and, and that's one thing that, that's a little um, uh, misleading. When you look at the, at the rock from the ground, you're like, oh, okay, there's the top. Let's head on up. But then you get up there and you think you're at the top, but then you see a whole nother kind of like bump in the rock. Um, and then once you get up there, there, like you said, there's there's a lot to explore up there. Um, and and it could take, yeah, as long as four hours to do the whole summit trail early. Hey there, traveler. I hope you're learning a lot from this week's podcast. And if you'd like to support us, go check out www.daystravel.com and enjoy the rest of this episode.
I think we went in June, but the summertime over there is like really hot. In the summertime, it definitely is very, very hot. And then once you get on that bare granite, it's even hotter. Um, and so we're always concerned about visitor safety in, in the summertime. And we encourage people to bring a lot, a lot of water. Um, and if you've got if you got a dog you're bringing along at, to, to hike around out here in the park, um, bring water for them. Be aware of how hot the ground is um, because that the granite gravel and even the parking lots get really, really hot um, and might burn your your furry friend's feet. So we're always um, trying to get the word out to people to make them aware of just how um, how hot it is and how dangerous it could be if you're not quite used to the heat or prepared for it. So I have a few rock climbing friends and I saw you guys have rock climbing. We have a couple of uh, climbing guides that um, uh, can show like provide a guided um, experience for rock climbing and bouldering for people of all experience levels. So besides the enchanting rock and everything you talked about so far, what else does your park offer? We also um, have in our park, um, you know, there's the big, big granite dome, but we also have uh, Sandy Creek, which runs through the park. And um, it, it really, where water runs through the park, it creates a really beautiful kind of riparian zone where you see um, more lush vegetation. Um, and so there's a greater density of of animal, of wildlife that you might see there. Um, and so I always love to, uh, to hike on the loop trail, the, the part that goes right along Sandy Creek, but you, because you'll see all kinds of animals who've come down to, to get a drink of water or, um, you know, are resting in the shade and things like that. Um, so deer, um, any kind of like foraging animals like uh, armadillos, um, particularly uh, I'm, I like the armadillos, um, but we've also got in Sandy Creek, um, especially this time of year in the summertime, we have a couple of um, snakes. I know some people are creeped out by snakes, but the um, the plain-bellied water snake and um, the, the racer snakes that are in there are... They're non-venomous. They're completely harmless. All they want to do is just sit there and eat minnows. And they are fascinating to watch because they're kind of zipping around in the water. Um, so I think it's it's really, you know, when you slow down and kind of stop and look around, the amazing amount of wildlife that you can about their business is always really, really cool. So a lot of Texas Park this year has um, a crazy uh, vegetation bloom or flower bloom. Uh, did anything like that similar happen to this park? Yes, yeah. So this year we've had um, a, a pretty healthy um, amount of rain. Uh, I, I don't know. Some people may remember in Texas back in 2011, there was a huge drought and we're kind of on the upswing out of that drought now. And this year, especially we had a bumper blue bonnet crop. Um, and even now, uh, you know, here in the you know late June, kind of middle of the summer, we still have all kinds of beautiful yellow and red flowers, uh, kind of everywhere. And, and so, um, especially when we get a lot of rain, that wildflower, um, population really goes up and it is a gorgeous sight to see. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Days Travel Podcast. That was Stephanie Croad at Enchanted Rock. I also want to give a huge thank you to all my supporting contributors out there. This podcast and my other content at www.daystravel.com won't be possible without you. So keep supporting me and watch out for my future content. Thank you.